Hello. Hi. You, you have a great. Hey. Up. Up a little. Oh, up a little. Mm-hmm. Why? What's wrong with here? Because you, your mouth is over the top. Remember, I told you you have to speak into the front. Like this. There you go. Okay. This brownie is like all the <laughs> fucking things. Do you know which section you got? I don't. And I have a feeling this is plain. You made sure. a plain one? Yeah. That's surprising. I couldn't really figure it out, so I just cut a random one. Mm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> Do you want the rest of this one? Because it's a little too rich. I can't finish it. Uh, Maybe later. Okay. I'm good right now. I need milk. I have milk right here. Uh, I'll still wait. Okay. Nobody wants to hear me slurping on milk. Nobody wants to hear you slurping on milk. Oh my gosh. It's so tasty. Um. Oh my gosh. No, that's peanut butter. <gasps> <laughs> so wait, it's peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It's Nutella. Mm-hmm. All of it has walnuts. Mm-hmm. And then do? chopped snicker bar. I was wondering, oh, you did take the snicker bar, okay. I put it in a, pro- in a little mini food processor. Mm-hmm. It's really satisfying, the way it came out. Nice. So, I think I just got a little edge of peanut butter, and it's pretty fucking good. I gotta make sure I wrap those up tonight. I don't mind when they get a little crusty. <clears throat> the problem is, they're perfectly crusty right now. Oh, uh, true. So, anymore. And it's round, so gotta be careful of that. So I ambushed you. You did. You're welcome. You tricked me. I heard, you know how movies have like a feel, like you know when a movie's about to play. Mm-hmm. Maybe I saw, heard the MGM lion, lion or something. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, a movie. But I didn't think you were watching one. I thought like, just you were looking at, through cycling through all the things that were coming up. Right, because I just got the TV together. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, oh, I want to watch a movie. And then I was like, I know. I watched Civil War, mm-hmm. and Shane will probably watch it with me because he loves right. that movie. But then when I was like, can we watch it? You're like, sure. But then I heard like a movie beginning, and I was like, this is not Civil War. And I knew what it was. And then I believe Peter Falk said the name of the book. And you're like, wait, right. what are you? That is Peter Falk. That yeah. was Columbo. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Peter Falk says the words. And I was like, Princess Bride. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to avoid it. <laughs> so you've been talking about Princess Bride. So do you know uh, a movie called Homeward Bound? Yes. You know, the animals, mm-hmm. whatever. I've never seen it. But uh, when I first met my twin, um, and we were like trying to catch up. We would be on the phone for hours every day. Um, and then one day she said, have you ever seen the movie Homeward Bound? And I was like, no, I had never even heard of it. And she was like, it's my favorite movie, and I judge people if they don't know it. And, you know, she's just a little obsessive about Homer Brown. Mm -hmm. So when she started to meet my family, she met Maisie for the first time. She's like, have you ever seen Homer Brown? (laughs) (laughs) And Maisie's like, I have. I love that movie. She's like, whew. Um, So she sometimes will clue me in when she goes on dates, like Tinder dates, and she'll, like, get a little pep talk, even though she's much better at Tinder dating than I ever was. Um. And I said to her, she met a guy, they were going out, and I said, whatever you do, 
<laughs> do not do ask that. him if he's ever seen Homeward Bound. And she was like, okay. She asked him anyway. Of course. So um, that's kind of you and Princess Bride. Like, it was a thing very early on. You're mm-hmm. like, did you see that movie? It's really good. You should see it. <laughs> you want to see it now? And then um, my friend Jess sent me... Actually, I had those from, I think, before we actually met, um, my pint glasses, mm-hmm. which I thought your daughter might have destroyed or yeah, hidden and it somewhere. Was, it was really bad because you planted a seed in me to think that she had done something. Well, she planted the seed in me. Yeah, I mean, she plants the seed in everything. Right. She makes jokes about everything. So I have the glasses with um, Dread Private Roberts, uh, Princess Buttercup, um, the two of them together, and I forget what the fourth one is. Um, mm-hmm. So for some reason... The Prince uh, Pirate Roberts, the Pirate Roberts one, like, freaks her out. Yes. Why, I don't know. I don't either. She's okay with the Buttercup. Mm-hmm. And the other one bothers her. I can't remember off the top of my head which one. There's two of them that she just doesn't like. I think it's them together and right. the one with him by himself. And, of course, once she sees the movie, that will just dissipate. But, yeah. So, she will either... We don't have white people on cups around here. <laughs> she don't, she's never grown up in a household where white people are on cups in your closet. So, so I kind of get it. So if she does if she does dishes, which is like, right, <laughs> um, or even without doing it, she'll turn the glasses around so they face the back. Right. And I turn them back front again, mm-hmm. and then suddenly they just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Except they didn't, but you thought they did. So I walk to you two guys like, hey, have you guys seen my glasses? I didn't break them. I didn't hide them. I didn't do anything. I swear. Wait, have you met my daughter? Yes. Like you don't. That's not par for the course for her to do that, even though she didn't. So the genius of her is she knows she's a leaky faucet. So if she actually did it, that would have been her response. Mm-hmm. No. And her knowing that, you she al- responds that way. You actually do know my daughter better. You know that if she had broken your glass, it would be a completely different situation. Mm. She would have been angsty and anxious and trying to figure out how to get a pass from you <laughs> that you don't have to give her. She would have been teary-eyed and in her room, and I had to. I would have had to fish out what is going on. And then she would have bursted into tears and said, I broke your glass. And if you don't know that's how she would do that, that's how she would do that. She and, would not just be like, oh, there's my opportunity now. To and at fake. some point, I would, I've been trying to figure out how to divorce a stepchild mm-hmm. because, yeah. But um, so I have that, and I also have a deck of playing cards. That I mean, are, but what if she dropped the glass and broke it? If it's an accident, it's an accident. It's an accident. Absolutely. And you don't really think that she would purposely do something to the glasses, do you? If she, if it bothered her enough, possibly. No. Because. That's just not her thing. That's not her, her deed. She respects people's stuff. Mm. She's not going to, no. She'll figure out a way to get around it. Well, She'll I'm, ask you, like, can we just turn these around? Because so my, my, th- my thought process also was, I know the depths of some of her phobias. Right. And. I, for me, I feel like at some point, my phobia usurps your joy of these goofy little She's going to come to me first. Mm. She's going to be like, we got to get these glasses up out of here. <laughs> Which is why, and we talked about this before, and this is not the, not what we said we were going to talk about, but mm. just briefly, and talking about phobias, the glasses, I need, to, I need her to come to me and tell me these things freak me out help. Mm-hmm. So I had to establish that by... Throwing away the dress in the incinerator. She came to me one time and was like, this dress is bad. It's got bad juju and it's got to go. Mm-hmm. And I said, let's give it away. I'm not giving it away to somebody because now they're going to have it. 
let's, you know, I think, what was the other thing I said I would do? I don't remember. But she said, I need to walk with you. I need to see you. Throw it away. And I wrote about it on Facebook, and people are like, not in this house. I don't want to wait no nothing. But that's an investment. So that's why I can sit across from you and tell you, if the glasses bothered her that much, she would come to me. Because she knows I'm going to take her seriously. Mm. And she knows I'm going to help her. Um, One of these days we need to really talk about your style of parenting. Because mm -hmm. I feel like you're much more touchy-feely, new-agey than a lot of the parents I know. I don't know if you see yourself that way, but... I don't. I mean, it's an easy, dare I say lazy, way to describe the kind of parent that I am. But I'm not new-agey. If anything, I'm old school. I'm just not black people old school. Um, I'm trying to undo the generational trauma that I went through with not being heard, not being seen, all that stuff. So I don't see myself as new agey as much as I, first of all, it has to be said that I'm 46. I wasn't this person at 36 or 26, mm -hmm. even though I had children then. I'm 46, and I've already, you know, raised a whole ass child from 3 to 23. Mm -hmm. So she didn't get that. Right. I wouldn't have thrown away that dress because, number one, I was poor when she was that age. I wouldn't have been able to afford to throw away a dress. And number two, I wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't have understood. And that wouldn't have been important to me to make her feel protected in that way. Hmm. So Maisie's just super lucky. She's got me when I'm old. She's got me when I got a little bit more disposable income. And I can listen to her. So I am a different parent than most. Mm -hmm. But not at her school. Well, she, well yeah, that's a whole other story too. Yeah, it's a whole other story. <laughs> but um so yeah, Princess Bride. Yes. Um I also have a deck of playing cards that are autographed by some of the cast members as well. Yep. Um also from my friend Jess. And um the movie has been kind of ingrained in my existence. I mean not just since it came out, but you know, my friends like my friend Jonathan, who I used to coach running things coach uh, runners with <clears throat> every run have fun storming the castle mm -hmm. have fun storm like it was always mm -hmm. a thing mm -hmm. um somebody would always break out randomly with marriage mm -hmm. you know there's always those quotables that you know mostly dead mm -hmm. and all those things in mm -hmm. nigo montoya so um on top of me just really really liking it i wanted to share it with you and with Maisie and eventually cole and i think everybody has a thing that they inexplicably love i'm like, I joke that this is the greatest movie ever. I can see it. It's For somebody. But I mean, I'm not going to... It's a culty kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I love it because I was just saying to you, it's... Did you see it in real time? Did you see it in movies? I didn't see it in movies. Uh, I saw it on... Pretty sure I saw it on VHS. Mm -hmm. um, but it's part comedy. It's action. It's romance. It's like... A, it's a family movie. It's like an everything movie, which to me is really dope because anybody can kind of jump in mm -hmm. and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Um... So I thought the writing was really smart. Mm -hmm. I thought the script was really good, considering that it was sort of hokey and um, campy. Mm -hmm. The script was still tight. It embraced the fairy tale-ness right. of it, of course, that way, mm -hmm. which was it's a really well done movie. Mm -hmm. It is um, because if they had tried to make it any type of serious, it would have it wouldn't have worked. No, I wouldn't have. You know, now that we're getting older, it's kind of hard for me. In 1987, were those uh, props 
supposed to be we're not even going to try to make these look like real props or yeah. no yeah it was, it was meant to be okay i'm just checking yeah because i wasn't sure and i would have felt completely differently about this had you told me it was 1987 the whole time you talked about princess bride i'm thinking they won the oscar in 2017 oh. i had no <laughs> concepts because yeah. you know you tell me that i don't remember who you told me was in it but um like for example if i would have known fred savage mm-hmm. was a narrator well not the narrator but the kid i don't think i've ever said anybody in the cast actually i think he might have actually maybe not probably not um but because i think part of the thing too is when you're a fan of something for so long you forget that other people may not be as familiar right so me talking about the cast and who's in it wouldn't have clicked also i mean i mean i don't i mean i know just about all those people in there mm -hmm. but oh seinfeld i was looking at everybody like okay i know this person from here and mandy patinkin i just couldn't catch where i know him from but soup nazi he was no he's not soup nazi he's elaine's boss when she was working at the catalog place, JP, no. whatever. Mm-mm. Mandy Patinkin? Yeah. Inigo Montoya. Yeah. No. He's not the soup Nazi. He's not the soup Nazi, but he's not, he's not, um, that's not Mandy Patinkin, is it? Mandy Patinkin is in the movie. That yes. I know. And Mandy Patinkin is Elaine's boss on Seinfeld. Um, at JP, what's his name? Um, not Richardson. He's well known for his portrayal of Inigo Montoya in that's, The Princess that's, Bride. That's Mandy? Wow. He looks so different. <laughs> not really. Um, well, to me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, you said you had questions. Well, first, before that, um, yeah, it's it really has to be said that I had a different view of it. And I would have. Had I known it was made in 87, I would have understood likely what the movie was to you and for you. Mm. Then I would have been like, oh, let me see your 87 movie. Cool. So, but, I'm sorry. Okay. But I'm thinking it's a movie from mm. like a recent movie. Right. And if you're that much in love with a recent movie, it could wait. <laughs> <laughs> I might um, come across it on my own. So, like I said, I snuck up on you with it. And you initially was like, we're doing this? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But then I felt like you settled right in and you nestled yeah, into sure. it really quick. And at one point, you had to go to the restroom and it was like, Paul said, I'll be right back. And you mm-hmm. run off. I got a question. And then you ran back. It's like, mm-hmm. I was in. Yeah. Well, like like I told you, if a movie is couched as a book mm-hmm. that's being read, mm-hmm. I'm in. Like, okay, let's go. What's up? There's no, that's it. I'm right. giving you 100% of me. I'm not folding my arms in the show in the corner like it's a DJ <laughs> nice. I mean, a D nice concert that everyone's participating in except for me. Are you going to the show tonight? I think it might have started already. Um, you know what's goofy about this? Mm-hmm. Like everyone is like, "Oh, I'm online," but they're also posting on Facebook about it. Like, right. I'm dancing right now, and I'm just reading the post. Like, well, what are you doing? Are you <laughs> dancing or are you posting on Facebook? Look, Flotus is here, everybody, and I'm writing about it on instagram but that's uh but that's i get it that's a communal social media thing i understand i understand um but what's interesting to me is that people are talking about i'm sweating right now because i'm dancing so hard and i'm like you're lying (laughs) (laughs) that's part of the communal experience too you're laying in the bed just like the rest of us eating brownies that have snickers in them and watching it i don't believe that all these people are dancing it's like lol 
It's like LOL. Right. So some people are like, oh my God, I know I lost weight because I was I'm jamming right now. Y'all jamming right now? And I'm like, if you're jamming right now, how are you writing? You're this? not typing. Cause what are you talking about? So uh what I think is hilarious is how do you do that if you have a partner? Like what if I want to go to the D nights party <laughs> and you gotta and you don't. Well no you got we, one bedroom. So we talked about um the Netflix Chrome it's extension. Right. So you can now watch um, a Netflix movie with folks in different places. Right. And I said, well, yeah, let's put together a Netflix party. You're like, mm. oh, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, well, you can sit in the corner. You can hide in the closet. Right. I'm going to put something together. But what if you wanted to go to the D-Nice party tonight? Would you uh, going to have on headphones? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Why? Well, I... like, <sighs> have you ever seen headphone parties? Oh, my God. That sounds so sad. That's a thing. I would never. If I can't, like, dance around my living room or whatever, like, I can't imagine. that. just would look really sad if I'm sleeping and you're sitting here at the party. Sad to who? To me. Well, you're asleep. I Fuck know. you. Right. <laughs> or you could just dance quietly, I suppose. Anyway, back to the movie. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, had I known that, I would have watched it. And mm. I was in, I want to say The Never Ending Story is a book. Couch doesn't. I don't know. I saw so, it once, and it was years so ago. So that's next on the hit list. Another one. But I my, saw that already. I saw it in real time the in children, the movie theater. The children haven't. No. And so the never-ending story is couched in a book, but not narrated like it's being read as a story. Right. The little boy doesn't he go into a book or something? He doesn't go into the book, but he figures out that he has control of what's happening in the book as he's reading it. Okay. Oh so, yeah, that's because right. I because basically what's happening is um, in the book, um, imagination is dying, so the land is dying. Okay, and as he gets deeper into the book and his imagination gets sparked, then it, it starts to... to change things. So the first thing, now you have to forgive me because I'm well. You already know this, but I'm annoying as fuck. Like when it comes to literal things and stuff, like I can just be really extra. Mm-hmm. But of course, I was like. That was a long ass book. So how long was was Grandpa sitting there? <laughs> the book looked like it was at least three hundred pages. Right. It was like a straight up novel. Mm-hmm. There was no pictures or anything. It was just and it was dusty. And so how long were we supposed to think that he sat there? Like four hours, five. That's your problem with the movie. Um, one of them. So there's that. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> That's why I'm going to use this eight seconds to eat my brownie with chewy edges. Oh, dear. These are really chewy edges. So my immediate response is, you're the only one who cares. There's lots of people <laughs> who ask that. I bet you we could Google that right now. This, this is not the equivalent of how she got back on the boat. Mm. Well, funny you should mention that because Princess Buttercup, when she got back on the boat <laughs> and she was soaking wet mm-hmm. when Andre the Giant pulled her out, whatever, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say one scene later, maybe 10 minutes, she's perfectly dry. Her outfit is <laughs> crisp, fully dry, fully clean. It's a fairy tale. I'm just saying. It's a fairy they, tale. They did continuity with a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like she, when she burned herself, and the, then and her dress was burned for a couple scenes and whatever. Jer Pirates burned through the entire movie. He has his shoulder wound the entire movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, 
yeah, I had a lot of little quibbles like that that I just can't help because I'm that person. Um, but Buttercup. <laughs> I already know. No, you don't. <laughs> well, first of all, the movie is so white. Like, yeah, so white. Yeah, it is. It's white in a way that... Manny Patinkin like, is Manny the blackest thing in the movie. It, and he's <laughs> playing a Latino person, which we know now would not be. Right. It's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, then he was like, remember, dude was like, kill the dark one. Kill oh, the, the pirate. Co- kill the girl and the dark one. Yeah. And I'll handle the other one. And right. I'm like, where's the dark one? He's in the whole There's black. There's no dark one. <laughs> no, that's not what he meant. Yeah. No. What? You don't say kill the dark one when you mean they're wearing dark clothes. Mm-hmm. He meant like swarthy. He meant like he was swarthy. Dark hair. He was blonde. No. No. That's the one he wanted to keep as a witness. He wasn't talking about the blonde one. And that no, scene, the, who's there? Drippire Roberts. Then Princess Buttercup. Who? Drip Pirate Roberts. The the pirate. Dude in all black with the mask. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and Princess Buttercup. No, it were three. He said, kill this one and this one. Save this one to be interrogated. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, right, right. No, no, you are right, right. You are oh, right. When he said the dark one, he meant the swarthy one with he, the dark he hair an ego. and the dark skin. Nico Montoya. Yeah, right. You're right, actually. And ill. No. <laughs> um. So, also, I was really... It was interesting to me that Norman Lear was executive producer. I didn't know he had done film. Mm. So, I thought that was interesting. And mm-hmm. then, Rob Reiner is one of my favorite directors. I love him. Um, I think he might have turned problematic recently, but I'm not sure. I don't think so. It's like I'm afraid to love a white man these days. Like, you just can't love a white man. (laughs) What happened to the good old days Um, when you could love a white man? You should tell that to my ex-wife. I mean, oopsie. (laughs) (laughs) See? (laughs) This is why I need to run the boards, because you need to get the theme song on you. (laughs) Don't do it now, because it's too late. But you are, mm mm-mm, nope. Ma'am, I did not. Ma'am, I don't know what he's talking about. Just like me, please. Because, yeah. Um, yeah, I think Rob Reiner's clean. Uh, I hope so. Maybe it was his father, Carl Reiner. I think Carl's dead, actually. I mean, Rob Reiner is 106. So, no, how old is not. Rob Reiner? Rob Reiner was on All in the Family, right? Yeah. Um, He's probably like 60-something. Maybe. Mm, I think he's older than that. Yeah, I guess if I'm about to be 50. He's probably seventy in his seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, oh God, did I just say I'm about to be fifty? You say that all the time. Oh God, I'm gonna be forty-seven soon. You want to hear my white boy story? Um, no. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how you can't love a good white man these days, and I completely forgot I have one white boy in my um dossier. I don't have a white woman in my dossier. How do we get here? We were Prince, talking about Princess, Rob Reiner. Princess Bride. No. Um, yeah, Princess Bride. Mm. Oh, I was talking about Rob Reiner directed it and normally our exec, exec produced it. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like such a fun movie to make, a fun movie to write, a fun movie to direct. It just seemed like it would just be a set where it's just absolutely hilarious to see this movie come to life. Um. So I know one of the things that bothered you about Princess Buttercup was her uselessness. Yeah, I mean, I guess she was written that way mm-hmm. on purpose, but it was still a kind of uh, like she couldn't even grab a knife and chop off the head of a oversized rodent. 
Like, <laughs> that wouldn't have been really hard. You just stood there. The only thing she did was call out his name so he could know that the thing was about to jump on him. That was her contribution to wellness. But no, I do have to go back to the, the whiteness of the film. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started talking about white people. Um, you said when you told me about it, you were like, it's so good that you are okay with it being all white people. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. um it's 1987 so it is what it is but uh i find that i'm much less tolerant of that now like if it's 2020 and you're making a movie well i mean of course i mean so there and and they're white white like she's blonde hair and blue eye it's like tropey white right um Um, yeah no a a movie made in the last five ten years i feel differently 33 years ago it kind of it is what it is. I guess it doesn't mean that I would necessarily be like Maisie. You must watch this. Quite frankly, it's a lot of movies I need to wa- Maisie to watch. The one that has all white folks starring a blonde haired blue eyed chick is not high on my list. That's why I'm here. Well, <laughs> um, you know when my oldest daughter was seven, six, five, very young. Mm-hmm. she saw Legally Blonde and she said after seeing the movie, I wish I had blonde hair and blue eyes. And we, I know I was a heaping puddle of goo on the floor. <laughs> um, and we tried to be really strict with her diet. Now, Maisie has access that she, her sister never had. 10 years is huge difference mm-hmm. in terms of what you can see on television. Everything from Zendaya to uh disney channel to just she has so many more representations of herself on television than i did right um it's still tough out there so i don't actually have a problem with her watching princess bride but she needs to see do the right thing first um it's not a race except it is except it is it's a race for sure Um, but i liked it it was was a good good time time. it was was a good time it's It's fun it's fun um yeah i my version of that movie in terms of like consistently spinning lines and knowing every bit would be beetlejuice which came mm -hmm. out i want to say in 88 maybe 89 Uh, um so so. around that same time that was like my favorite movie for a really long 88 i was right um it still is one of my favorites, and I can still recite it line for line. I I only sort of remember the movie now because it's been. Well, that that's long. what I'm gonna have you watch. Okay, I'm with it. Except I'm gonna be annoying. You're good at just What's, being quiet uh-huh. and letting me. What? Nothing. You're really good at just being quiet and letting me watch the movie and only asking questions. I mean, only answering questions if I ask them mm-hmm. and not saying, "Oh, this is my favorite well, part." Well, it's also cuz I'm enjoying the movie. I don't I'm I'm, right, I'm, but I'm, I'm glad that people, you're not talking. I'm one of those people who will be like, "Wait, wait, wait. This is a good part. This is a good part." I'm that person mm-hmm. when I'm watching a movie I really <laughs> love, and I know you're not going to like that. So So one of the things that still makes me sad about the movie is Andre. Yeah. Um I was saying like honestly Watch the documentary on HBO. I can't remember the name of it. I can't. I don't know if it's like this is Andre or whatever it is. Um, but it's really, really, really good. Mm. And by the time they're filming Princess Bride, he's basically 
he can barely walk. Mm. Um, his knees are blown, his lower back, all these different things. Um, he might be freshly retired from wrestling at that point. I well, think he died in '93, mm-hmm. which is six years. Six years. And he died at 46. Mm-hmm. So he was relatively young when he did that movie. Right. I mean, the fact is, people that large aren't meant to last that long. Right. Um, my father likes to tell a story. He met him randomly in the street one day. Uh, How do you see him randomly in the street? I think you can. <laughs> he's a large man. I think you can randomly see him anywhere, actually. Sure. But anyway, so he went up and he spoke to him. And somehow or other, um, he either got to see his pinky ring or hold his pinky ring. And according to my father, he could put three fingers inside of his pinky inside of his ring. pinky ring. There's a photo of him holding a beer can and he was famous for his drinking. Right. Like, I like, did know that. There's a picture of him holding a beer can and the beer can looks like the equivalent of us holding like a small Perrier can. Mm. Like his hands are just that Huge. I think it was like 430 pounds or something crazy. Yeah, he was 7'4". Mm-hmm. So that's pretty... Yep. The gentle Frenchman. But um, knowing his life and how he suffered, it was kind of like sad to watch him yeah. in the course of the I mean, movie. when you have stuff going on like that, a lot of times show, show, show business is your only hope for making mm-hmm. good money. Right. You're not going to be a teacher mm-hmm. at 7'4". Right. You're just not. And then um, I showed you the... The reunion photo from Entertainment Weekly. He's awesome. Yeah. And it's like, so all the cast are there, present day. And in the corner, they have like a little frame mm-hmm. photo of Andre. So that was like, well. Mm. That, that reunion photo. First of all, Entertainment Weekly is a beast with those reunion photos. Like, you're going to get everybody. <laughs> Everybody's going to come. And they have the budget to do awesome stuff. I always love their reunion photos. Um, and that one was particularly well done. I did not recognize Buttercup as Robin Wright. I don't know if her last name is still Penn. I know she was married to Sean Penn for a while, um, and her name was Robin Wright Penn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if her name is that now, but she, I had no idea that's who that was. She's on a show that I'm pretty sure you watch, and she plays a, don't look I'm not. when I'm looking. I'm not. The main show that people know her. Um, oh, they're not together anymore. She was with him. She was in Blade Runner, House that. of Cards. Oh, she's a, right, right, right. Yeah, I knew it. I knew I, you were gonna know. And I was saying that's uh, Buttercup, sir. Ooh, that's some ra- that's some range. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out if I mean it's also thirty years. So right, so range of years. I never, I didn't finish the series. I never saw a single episode. It's so good. And it's good enough that I want to revisit it. Mm. But I wonder if I can get Kevin Spacey out of my head. Right. Probably not. Um, But yeah, I might have to revisit the series. Um, I'm trying to think what else with the movie. So I hadn't seen the movie in, I think, a number of years, even though I've been quoting it all this time. Um, I think the only time I got actually uncomfortable was when the backhand came up because Princess Buttercup was getting out of pocket. Yeah, that was weird. And it's like, that was a warning. Like, he raises his backhand to her and he flinches. Like, 
that was a warning. Next time you say something wild, blah, 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 blah. And presumably... Because we know who he is. Right. But she doesn't. And presumably, he's mad because he thinks she got remarried and forgot about him and right. blah, blah, blah. But that was, I think, the That biggest. was weird. Yeah. But the way I rationalized it in my mind was that he wants to be a villain toward her. He's not ready for her to know that he's Wesley. Mm. Um, the name Wesley, I'd love to get some backstory on that because it stuck out to me throughout the whole film. It just seemed weird that Farmer Boy's name would be Wesley. Because I would not be surprised. It's just not a common name and it doesn't really fit the trope of her name is Buttercup, for God's sake. <laughs> and his name is Wesley? But you know, but you have Inigo and everybody else has, she's the only one with that sort of name. Yeah, but Inigo, you know, whatever. I don't know. I would not be surprised to find out that Rob Reiner had a grandkid born while he was writing a script named Wesley. It's just a really not so common name. Um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger almost had the role of Fezzik. Hmm, I can see that. that he wouldn't have been as visually no, whatever. No, it would not have been as fun. Um, now that I'm really realizing it was 87, uh, Carol Kane and Billy I. You want to call him Billy Idol? Billy Eilish. And Billy Crystal. Mm-hmm. No, not Billy Eilish. I was going to call him Billy Idol. Um, Whoopi Goldberg auditioned for the role of Buttercup. Okay. That would have been... That's that can be. It would, so, it's a whole different movie. Right, because I can't picture Whoopi falling back when, you know, the, the, <laughs> it's the rat or right. the hand is raised or I she's mean, been thrown into a room. The script is the script. There's something weird about that. I'm not sure if I believe that, actually. I mean, she did The Color Purple um, before that. I don't see her going from CLE to Buttercup. Uh, I don't know. It seems a little off. I'm not buying it. Mm. You don't buy anything, so I'm not surprised. I do. I buy things. No, you, no, you I don't. I buy brownie mix. I showed you the video of... Um, What's the name rapping? Uh, Naughty by Nature. You did. And you first you and told me like, first no. you told me it wasn't her. Right. I I'm like, no, it's her. It wasn't her. What's then, her name? I uh, lost her name right now off the top of my head. Rita Hanks. Rita Hanks. She was like, Rita Hanks is you know rapping. This is pretty cool. That's not her. Nope. Okay. I go on Twitter. I think I pull up a complex tweet saying yep. Rita Hanks. Yep. Yeah, no, I don't believe them either. I don't believe them either. I, I end up going to Rita Hanks's actual Twitter feed. Yes. And then I was like, okay, I'm wrong. It is her. Like, you, yeah. Unless somebody just... Like, I feel like you have this thing where you, you're just sure the world is trying to lie to you. I am sure of that. I'm very... I don't... My mom taught me that. Assume they're lying and let them prove you otherwise. Assume it's not true and then find out. She literally would tell me that. And it hasn't and it has not steered me wrong, quite frankly. So the interesting thing with that is when I don't have the desire to steer you, mm-hmm. you think um I'm being mean. No, I wouldn't say you're being mean. No, it's like, well, I don't believe that. And I go, Okay. Why are you being like that? Well, because when you say, you know what, that's not <laughs> That's not what this is for. That's not. All right, new show. <laughs> that's not what we do here. No. We have to be careful of not. We're not doing that. It's a good movie. Thank you for letting me into your You're world. You're quite welcome. So my turn is Beetlejuice. Yes. Or Annie. Okay. 
So I have Shawshank Redemption on the nope. list for you. Yes. I'm not watching that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Except that you You won't are. be the first. What is your problem with Shawshank? I just don't do trauma porn. It's not trauma porn. From what I've gathered from it, it is. I read, I'll read. i watch every single Princess Bride white folks movie ever that you can put at my Shawshank seat. is not trauma porn. I don't and it's not Magical it. Negro either. I don't believe you. So I'll tell you what. What? Watch the movie and tell me how wrong I am. I I just don't want to watch it. Is it sad? No. Does it have a sad ending? No. Quite a lovely ending, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there a black man with gray hair in it? You know Morgan Freeman's in the movie. Okay. Is he's, there he's not magical. A, is there a white person in it who is helping black people? No. Are there any white people in it? Yeah. And what are their roles? It's a prison movie. Okay. So what are their roles? Prisoners. Is this the one? This is not the one with the the um the the priest? No. The nun? Is there a nun in this movie? You think about Oz. No. Ma'am. Not. No, there's no there's no a movie with a white woman No. Playing pre her last name is Pre Jean or No. Something like that. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, okay, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Um, I want you to watch Annie. Mm-hmm. No, I don't I've, want you I've to watch, seen Annie. I don't want you to watch that. Um, that's actually not the greatest movie. It's just. I've me, seen it. It's a fine movie. It's, it's okay. Yeah. It's a good time for me. I think there's limitations to musical movies to some there degree can anyway. Be. There can be. I think yeah. there's, there's been a couple that have been really good, but. They did a good job. Um, mm-hmm. I went to. Um, one of the schools that I applied to was Monmouth University. I think it was called Monmouth College back then. And it's on the beach, like literally one block away from the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I mean, I'll take a look if you insist. So my parents dropped me off for a visit and we go on a tour. And we go to this huge mansion and I start getting palpitations because I'm looking around and I'm like, is there a back door to this mansion? And she's like, yeah, right through there. And I run and I look out and I see the steps. I was like, this is where Annie was filmed. She was like, I was getting to that. <laughs> um, yes, Annie was filmed here and this is where they did the dance at the end. And did the you steps. immediately apply? I was like, <gasps> I did, actually. I did apply. And uh, Did you get in? I did get in, but they didn't offer me enough financial aid. And Rutgers was my first choice, and I ended up getting in to Rutgers, so I went there. But, you know, my white boy story is actually at Monmouth. But we're not we're not doing white boy <laughs> stories? No? <laughs> Just want to make sure. Is there a black person with gray hair in it? Is it Besides trauma me? Por- is it trauma porn? It is kind of. <laughs> it's definitely traumatic. But not quite porn. It's trauma almost porn. <laughs> Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you... That didn't even deserve that. <laughs> okay, never mind. I'll save my um, um my white boy story. Alright, so I'm being juice. I'm trying what other movies would you want would you put on the list for me? Uh Little Shop of Horrors. Seen it, loved it. Um, which is one of my very favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you how much I love um, Tisha Campbell, mm-hmm. and she was about 16 or 17 when she did that movie, mm-hmm. 
and she and uh, uh, what's the other one's name? Yes. Pam. Tisha Campbell and her name escapes me at the moment, but the woman who played Pam. They both auditioned um, for the movie, like not as friends, you know, it was a cattle call with like hundreds of people and they both end up getting that shit. And I love to hear them tell that story about how excited they were to find out that, I mean, can you imagine you go to this huge ass audition and you just want to get it and then there's only three mm-hmm. openings and you get it and your best friend. Get- I always appreciated um, Disney's Hercules for the homage. Have you seen Hercules? Oh, no, but I've seen enough of it to know what you're talking the about. The three women yes. who are singing. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. Um, but I've no, seen oh, it. That's enjoyed called it. A, uh, what is that called? In Shakespeare, in drama period, you have a something chorus. Mm. Um, yes, it's a thing. Uh, shit. I'm not gonna be able to figure it out. Anyway, so it's gonna be Beetlejuice, Annie. Tashina Arnold. Yes, Tashina Arnold. Little Shop of Horrors. Um, what are my other... Oh, let's see. Crooklyn, which I'm sure you've seen a billion times. So I I think, so I'm thinking there's movies that I hadn't seen before that you wanna... Oh, well, I don't know. Not just stuff that you feel like seeing. I don't think... You know, it's funny we're saying this because yesterday I was trying to find these old videos when I used to do lives about 10 years ago and I couldn't find them, but I did find a site where they were housed at some point before mm-hmm. it got brought out by something. Mm-hmm. And in the bio it said, name your favorite movies. And I wrote, I can't really. And I put Annie, Beetlejuice, Little Chop Arts. And I said, I can't really write anything current because I don't like to go to the movies because sitting down for two hours sure. makes me really anxious. So I didn't really know that I knew that then. Like, I know that now, mm-hmm. but I didn't know. Like, I've really missed a lot of movies because it's just a lot. It's a lot for me to sit down and just chill. So I think I have good fellas on the list for you. chorus. I'm sorry. That <laughs> was going to really bother me. I think I have good fellas on the list for you. Not watching it. Why? It's too violent. Got blood and gore and stuff. It's not a and violent. There's violence, but it's not a violent movie. If that makes sense. No. Um, I just want to see comedies. Hmm. I don't think about comedies. And I like black people shit. Thank you. Well, no. So part of this. So I think part of the reason the, the whole movie thing conversation came about is because you have a friend who um, is a screenwriter mm-hmm. who told you you had to watch. Yes. Certain movies. Correct. If you're ever going to be taken seriously as a screenwriter. This is correct. On that list was Shawshank. Yes. Uh, Goodfellas. Yes. I can't remember the other ones. Um, Godfather. Godfather. Mm-hmm. Part. One. One and two. two. Fuck three. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think and Cheo. I have seen all three of those movies now, so you can take me seriously. The lies. <laughs> the I've lies. Seen them all. Um, yeah. Cheo Hadari Coker is my fairy godfather in film when I ever decide to stop being whack and actually do the things he tells me to do um, there's a lot of fear there mm-hmm. um, so we'll see yep. so we uh, we gotta get to that list um, trying to think of any comedies I would want to have you see I would like to see 
catch up on some, although I know they're so problematic now, but I like to catch up on some uh, concert films, some comedy concert films, like uh, Richard Pryor. Mm. Um, Those are so hard to watch. I can imagine. Um, I try to watch Raw. No, no, not Eddie Murphy. I tried to watch. I watched a Richard Pryor one. I ended up stopping. Um, watched, rewatched. Um, I mean, I used to like Cosby Run, stand-up I, re- I rewatched too. Run, Run, Tell That. Mm. I got to like 20 minutes. It was not that it was problematic. Well, actually, no, it did get problematic, actually, now that I think about it. And then it wasn't. Also, it was just didn't age well. It just mm. wasn't as funny anymore. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get those concert comedy films to, to hold up, I, I'm realizing. It is. But I think. Unless it's Patrice O'Neill, Elephant in the Room. I think even for anthropological Mm -hmm. purposes, Mm -hmm. I would like to see those films. Particularly particularly Richard Pryor and Bill Cosby. um, I had the idea of um, doing a thing on Kings of Comedy because the anniversary is this year. Right, right, right. And I started watching it on the plane Mm -hmm. when we were heading to Miami, and I watched it a little bit in Miami. As one does. And. <gasps> Which one? The first one? There's only one Kings of Comedy. I thought they did two tours. Mm-mm. No, they did more than two tours, but they didn't only did one movie. Right. Okay. Um. Well, the, the tour was a tour. I don't think they only did. I thought they only did one tour. No, I, I'm pretty sure they did more than one tour. Well, the, because they cycled out mm-hmm. some folks. Well, that's my thing. What you're cycling out, folks, is no longer Kings of Comedy. Well, I mean, like, so how many kings can it be if the kings from last year are still around? Right. Listen, um, where's that? Play that button that you played when Maisie was interrupting. Oh, the, that wasn't a button. That was just was me. I literally Googled like game a... show music. <laughs> Hold on. I need you to play some, maybe Jeopardy? No, just regular. Generic. Generic game show music. Um, I literally just hit anything. Well, I mean, at this point, I could have just... Could have just what? I'm just going across the way to get something. But I don't want to leave you with dead space talking to the air. Oh. So we, I was giving you an opportunity to... Maybe you could do some housekeeping. That's what editing is for. Oh, now I can do housekeeping? Yeah. Why are you not playing, actually? That's weird. Uh, Kings of Comedy not being that funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, concert know, comedy films. Right. So, Steve Harvey's hosting throughout the thing, and he's doing the music bits and everything else. So, that kind of holds up okay. Yeah. Um, it's also cheating. Sure. But DL, whatever. You don't like him anyway. So, I don't, dis- I don't dislike his stand-up. This one just didn't age well. And it wasn't even like it was offensive or anything else. It just wasn't funny. What do you think about uh, Kevin Hart? Um, Can you watch his old stand-up? His old stand-up is easier to watch because it's not that old. Well, I mean, he's got stuff that's 10 years old. Right. That's old. Yeah, but the difference between 10 years and... 20. 20. I'm seeing is vast. Right. 
Um, I did stand-up comedy once. You told me. And I, I was supposed to do it myself as well. Not supposed to. You considered it. That's all. And um, you still might. Yeah, I still might. Um, it's I don't think I'm... I'm probably... There'll be a drill. I don't know. If, yeah. I don't know. I, I can't say what I would or wouldn't do. I might just get up there and freeze. I might do a beat. No, rabbit. you wouldn't. Um, you'd be fine, but you'd be chitting bricks like I was. Uh, DL wasn't that funny. Um, Cedric was okay. Cedric is was doing a lot of the music stuff as well. Uh, and then Bernie's Bernie. So Bernie's, I think, was the iconic like closeout. Still kind of holds up because he's telling a story. Right. He's not just kind of doing bits and random so jokes. That's one thing I have found about comedy. It's the comedy that I prefer to see, mm-hmm. which is just storytelling, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's the kind of com- comedy I think I would do were I a comic. I probably would just tell stories. Um, I'm. I think I'd be somewhere between stories and observational. Right. I mean, I did observational when I tried it out, just because. I know how to do storytelling and I've done it before. So I wanted to challenge myself to do an actual set. Um, I mean, even storytelling is still an actual set. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something outside my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I can talk for 20 minutes. Sure. Um, and tell a story. Well, I don't know about 20, but close enough. I can see you doing a 15 minute story. How long was the thing at Asbury Park? About 15 minutes, actually, yeah. That's long. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing about you as a writer <clears throat> is you're kind of good at meandering. Yes. But in a way that still connects to the story and isn't like, what the fuck is she talking about? You're good Some, at meandering. Sometimes I can veer into what the fuck is she talking <laughs> about cat uh, territory, for sure. You said that I did in the last piece that I wrote, so... Mm-hmm. Um, you no, you literally are like it's great. Cut this and that. And no, this. no, but that wasn't a meandering. It took you too long to get started. Oh, okay. Like you, the story didn't hit till, like you said, page seven right. when when you typed it out. Right. So that wasn't meandering. It was. It was. That was more. Get the, like even going back to Princess Bride. The movie starts in two minutes. Yeah. The show. St- the the story starts in two minutes. Absolutely. Um, the way so you that wrote movie, your piece. Remember, I told you about um, the guy, the screenwriter who said, "Don't let the reader out of the room." Mm-hmm. I think the Princess Bride. I would literally use that As to a, illustrate right. that. Mm-hmm. There's no meandering. We start quick, mm-hmm. and every single scene yes. pushes the story forward. Absolutely. There's no like, and now we're just gonna sit and watch. No it. wasted dialogue. No wasted dialogue. No montages. Mm-mm. Um, yeah. So it snaps. Yeah. And it crackles, um, which is hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to do. So you should talk to Chao about adding that to the list of telling people that's the. I would love to know. I'm gonna ask him. I'm curious to know if he's ever seen that movie. He has. He has. He had to. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's got a lot to say about it. Um, but I don't want to ask him right now. Also, Rob Reiner in the '80s, like who wasn't who watching? wasn't watching that? Right. He's the best. Mm-hmm. I, I think he did. Did he do A League of Their Own? Was that him? No, that was Penny Marshall. Right. Why do I? Were they? It, yeah, they were a thing. I think they were they were a thing, yeah. Penny Marshall's gay. How were they a thing? I thought they were a thing. I thought she was a lesbian. Maybe I don't not. think so. Maybe I'm just imagining them on the same show. Was he on? I don't know. No. But I do equate the two of them somehow. Uh, 
That was Penny Marshall. So who did Big? Who directed Big? Big, I believe, was Reiner. Yeah, they were married. Penny Marshall and Bob Reiner were mm. married? Yeah. Which, are they, Penny's not, is she with us? Uh, No. She just passed recently, right? Like in the same year? In a, a year or so? Mm, let me see, a couple years ago. Okay, you gotta cut this out. Why? Because I feel terrible that I said she was a lesbian. <laughs> in my head, growing up, she was a lesbian. When she was on, uh, when she was on Shamil, Shamil, something, 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 something. We're gonna do it. Oh, um, damn it. This time there's no stopping us. How do you remember all this in a... <laughs> Oh, they were married for 10 years, from 71 to 81. We're going to make our dreams come true. Died in 2018, yep. Laverne and Shirley. That's what it means to get old. You know the song, but you can't think of the show. She was always sort of tomboyish and stuff on that show. Mm-hmm. So actually, the fact that she was only married to him for... Ten, for 10 years stop it i mean 81 it was the time where you'd be like you know what time for me to live my life so <laughs> um i go back to thinking maybe that was the case but it's not my business and it doesn't matter <clears throat> what nothing why are you laughing because you went from i'm not gonna do that because it's not fair and then you explain why <laughs> So when she passed, there's this headline I see. It says, Penny, Penny Marshall, Marshall was, was a lesbian, lesbian. icon, <laughs> even, <laughs> even if, if she, she wasn't, wasn't gay. <laughs> you gotta love, you gotta love it. Uh, who what, what site is that? Intomore.com? Never heard of it. Nope. Um, I wonder how she became a lesbian icon because people just made those assumptions about her. The genius and gayness of Penny Marshall. So. Penny Marshall, shocking scandals, drugs, and gay rumors. Mm. Remember when we said we weren't doing this? Often she was said to have been involved with the late Carrie Fisher, a close friend. National Enquirer. Uh, school says Penny Marshall's gay lover revealed. Who'd you say that she supposedly dated? Uh, Carrie Fisher. Fisher. I feel like she was another one that was like the super She's strong. She's gotta be one of us. Right. Um. Yeah. Okay. We're not doing this. No. We're, uh, yeah, we're I wouldn't mind seeing A League of Their Own again. It's also not- a movie that's aggressively white. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a reason for that. Well, yeah, I guess. You know, we segregation Let me do all. enough. Let me do enough uh, research and see. What was really going on? You can make a league of day own. Hmm. No, <laughs> that's what we're not doing. I really need to know how to run the boards because a league of day own is definitely cause for me to just hang this up. Um. Yeah, I still it's still hard for me to. It's watching a movie is still work. That's why I'm not watching Shawshank because 
It's been too long. It's been too many years. It's been too many people who tried to get me to so watch years. it. Yeah, it has. It's, no. it's been too many people. I want to spend, if I'm going to watch a movie, I want to watch something fresh, something new, something I don't know, something someone else likes, or something that I know I already love. Life is too short to watch Shawshank. Life is too short to see new things. Um, we got to get you up to date on your... Oh, that's it. So scrap everything else I said. Mm-hmm. You're gonna watch Jungle Fever and Mo Better Blues. Oh yeah, we haven't had that conversation. That's, right, right, right. That's it. That's it. Your Spike Lee is woefully under. It's not woefully. Yes, it's woefully. No. If you haven't seen Mo Better Blues, it's woeful. Whatever. I don't. I hope these two stand up. I haven't seen either one of those movies. In so How long. disappointed will you be if they don't? I haven't seen Mo, Mo Better Blues since 1991, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen. Jungle Fever. I mean, wait, Jungle Fever. You haven't seen Jungle Fever? Mm, I don't remember if I did. Um, I feel like that's one of those I would remember. You if would I did. remember for sure. It's Halle Berry's first role. Yeah, it's not why I would remember it. Actually, it is. But we'll get to that. Make it, me feel good. <laughs> oh, God. Did you see that? No, <laughs> I did not. So then why do you know that scene? Everybody knows that scene because it was gross. Shane, when I tell you, you know where I saw that movie? I saw that movie in freaking Montclair at the Claridge. <clears throat> and I'm like a chocolate M&M in a sea of white. <laughs> and that scene came on. I think I was there. I think it was me and Eric. Did you leave? We just wanted to. No. I mean, are you going to walk out of it? I've walked out of movies. Not at the Claridge. You're not walking out because Halle Berry's getting poked on in the Claridge. Like, I'm a grown-up. Like, I can't. It was just one little scene. No, it's not a little scene. I mean, like, it wasn't enough. I wasn't going to protest it yeah, in protest. that way. Um, so now I have to send you something that I want you to play in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Where are you sending it? Send it to Facebook. Know. Okay. So... That movie was horrible. Uh, I don't know if you remember that um, Puffy was in it. I do. And he was actually good. And you know who else was in it that no one ever really talks about? Who was even better than him? Hmm. Mostef. Mostef is a solid actor. Mostef is a good-ass actor. Um, he, there's a movie. Uh, so, um, uh, Guide to the Galaxy. Yep, I remember. Good movie. Yep. Um, I didn't see it, but I heard. 13 Blocks, him and Bruce Willis. Yep. Also a good movie. Can mm-hmm. you turn down your phone as you search for the thing? Sorry, sorry. Um, no, he's a... He's a he actually, I haven't seen him in anything lately. What was, that, what was that mystery show he was on? Was that with Bill Cosby? Oh, that's right. Bill Cosby Mysteries, yeah. I think. Or something like that. I think that was like one of his first acting mm-hmm. gigs. Mm-hmm. But no, he's a solid actor. I haven't um, seen him lately, though. Mm-mm. I don't even know. Is he here? I know he was like dodging the government or something at some uh, time. I believe he's here. No, he is here because um, I had a friend that's trying to get us to go to. It was a show with um, what's the name of the place at piano? Um, oh yeah. Wait, wasn't that me? No, no, no. My friend was oh. trying to get us to go, and we. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he, he was playing a gig in New York recently. Yeah, you're right. So I just played you. Um, whenever I think about that scene, you know, it makes me think of that song, Why, with Anthony Hamilton and 
uh, Jadakiss. Oops, I'm not Why and how we got to get pop to get the Oscar? Mm-hmm. Why, um, why, um, no, why a white what? man got a popper to get the Oscar? Yeah. Um, which, yeah, but why Denzel got to be crooked before he took it? Mm-hmm. Same, same night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched this speech of hers. Sometimes. Halle Berry and Monsters Ball. <laughs> This is the first Oscar for Halle Berry. She garnered rave reviews in 1999. Why are you doing that? I'm trying to get to the speech. No. We, where are we going? And the Oscar goes to... Where are we going, babe? We're not going nowhere. Okay. Where are the people Berry going? Hang out, y'all. Listen to some applause. This is Halle Berry winning for Monsters Ball. This is the Ball. first Oscar for Halle Berry. She garnered rage her husband Eric Benet is in the audience doing a standing Emmy, ovation for her. Emmy award winning performance. How do you know? I watch this. She has on an amazing gown. The gowns. The lovely gowns. gowns. Lovely gowns. You want to play the whole thing? I do. Mm-hmm. Do you know what's happening? Is she crying? Yeah. And she's pointing at people. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's Eric with the locks. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. This moment is so much bigger than me. This moment is for Dorothy Dandridge, Lena Horne, Diane Carroll. It's for... The women that stand beside me, Jada Pinkett, Angela Bassett, Vivica Fox, and it's for every nameless, faceless woman of color that now has a chance because this door tonight has been opened. Courage 
to dream that this dream might be happening and possible for me. I love you, Mom, so much. Thank you, my husband, who is just the joy of my life. And India, thank you for giving me peace. Because only with the peace that you've brought me have I been allowed to go to places that I never even knew I could go. Thank you. I love you in India. All my heart. I want to thank Lionsgate. Thank you. Mike Pasternak, Tom Ortenberg for making sure everybody knew about this little tiny movie. Thank you for believing in me. Um, our director, Mark Forrester, your genius. Your genius. This movie-making experience was magical for me because of you. You believed in me, you trusted me, and you gently guided me to very scary places. <laughs> thank you. I want to thank Ivana Chubbuck. I could have never figured out who the heck this lady was without you. I love you. Thank you. I want to thank Lee Daniels, our producer. <laughs> thank you for giving me this chance. What year is for this? believing that I could do it. And now tonight, I have this. Thank you. I, I want to thank my agent, CAA, Josh Lieberman, especially. I have to thank my agents, Kevin Uvain. Thank you. Thank you for never kicking me out and sending me somewhere else. Thank you. Um, I, 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 who else? I have so many people that I know I need to thank. Um, my lawyers, Neil Meyer, thank you. <laughs> Okay, wait a minute. I gotta take the 74 years here. Okay, I gotta take this time. I gotta 74 thank, years. Um, Goddamn right. My, my take your time. My lawyer, Neil Meyer, for making this deal. Doug Stone. Um, I I need to thank. Um, lastly, not leastly, I have to thank Spike Lee for putting me in my very first film and believing in me. Oprah Winfrey for being the best role model any girl can have. Joel Silver, thank you, and thank you to Warren Beatty. Thank you so much for being my mentors and believing in me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, sorry, I was just thinking how um, dope Lionsgate is mm -hmm. because they are known for playing, making like the robot cops and everything else, mm -hmm. but they do it to fund Monster passion ball. projects and like dope ass movies. That uh, wouldn't get the budgets otherwise. So that was 2001. Which really? Wow. I didn't even know. So I guess the awards was in 2002. So uh, I watched the awards with my, like, completely annoyed. Um, I had a feeling she was going to win um, because of the role she played and because there had been that buildup, like, will this be the time? It's been 74 years since a black woman won um, for leading. Mm. And... Um, so it kind of felt like the moment was right. Uh, and Denzel, you know, for training day, they both had black folks with big names playing bad people. I always felt like Denzel's so, was a, <clears throat> was a makeup. makeup. Yeah. Of course. It was a makeup. Um, lots of black folks. get Whoopi Goldberg got best supporting Ghost. actress for Ghost. Yeah. Not the color purple. Right. Makeup. Um, so when I was watching the awards, I was so like, watch Hallie get it for this gross, awful, terrible role, blah, blah, blah. So she won and I was like, ugh. I was taking notes to blog about the next day and and she came up there and said, this moment is bigger than me. And I was like, just like, okay. I just felt her when mm. she said that. She didn't come up there and just start talking about thank you to the Academy. She was like, this is bigger than me. 
And when she starts name checking Dorothy Dandridge, um, who she played, uh, Dorothy Dandridge, she and Dorothy Dandridge were born in the same hospital in Cleveland. And she didn't even know that until she started trying to do some research to get the movie to the big screen. Mm. And it finally did. She ended up being able to wear all of Dorothy Dandridge's dresses perfectly without any type of um, alteration. They just fit. Um, So I wish that she had gotten something for that, but she didn't. So to thank Dorothy Dandridge and to thank women like Jada Pinkett, Mm -hmm. who in 2001 is like, People don't need this is set it off, Jada Pinkett. Right. She's not even talking about red table talk. Mm-hmm. And uh Vivica Fox, like she's like Will Smith's girlfriend at Independence Day at this time. Like, you know, it was just a really I just it really hit me. It really hit me. And sometimes I listen to it, sometimes I watch it. Just not the whole thing, but just the part where she's talking about the people that she's doing this for. Right. Um and then I also it also gives me the feels because she thanks her husband, obviously, in India, um, his daughter, whose mm-hmm. mom died when she was a very small girl. And uh, Halle Berry became her stepmom. And she's not her stepmom anymore because mm-hmm. they're not together anymore. And I always wonder How what that that's goes. like. And then I got to find out what that's like. Mm-hmm. And I remember at that time in 2001, you know, my little my stepdaughter's a little kid on my lap so i couldn't even envision that i'm not even married yet to her dad in 2001 mm-hmm. um so i couldn't even imagine what that's like like how could this be how could i be in a situation where this is not my baby so i mean luckily it didn't quite happen that way because she was an adult by the time we broke up but there you go Princess Bride, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how we got here. But I mean, what else can you say about the Princess Bride? It's gonna take you places. Yeah, no, good times, good movie. Um, I'm looking forward to my turn. Mm-hmm. You um, see, she shouted Spike Lee out. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting that out. Yeah, like I didn't. I believed you when you said she was I in love the movie. Spike. Shut up. Um. So wait. So what am I doing? Am I doing Beetlejuice or? Um, wait, you've seen Beetlejuice? <clears throat> yeah. Then no, you're doing... More Better? Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. And then More Better, please. Okay. And then She Hate Me. Just to be... Just so to just be horrible. unnecessary. It is a half-star movie. Yeah, I remember suffering through Girl 6. I didn't see Girl 6. I think that was also did a half-star movie. Did he direct it or did he just produce it? I think that was him. I think that was... Are you fading? No. I'm seeing my uh, quiet storm voice. Are those your quiet storm eyes? Because. Hey. Hi. Oh, my God. What are we going to do? About what? About life. Um. Sometimes the enormity of what's happening in the world right now just kind of overwhelms me. And then I let it go, and I just make brownies. No, I thankfully haven't gotten there yet. Um, I think with as things get tighter, and now we're seeing military stuff pop up here and there, mm-hmm. that's going to be the thing. I think for me, as long as I'm working, as much as uh, I'm annoyed by work right now, as long as I'm working... 
there's some normalcy in the world. Normality. <laughs> um. Don't do it. Oh, thought you were gonna throw that. I was. Mm. I was absolutely gonna do it. <laughs> but since no one would be able to see it, you know. One of these days we'll time. we'll get down to doing video. I I think. I think so. I've already envisioned it. Like there's the tripod mm-hmm. right there. Tripod's there, and you know. I don't know why you would necessarily want to watch this video, but. Um. Well, I have on short shorts. And thick thighs save lives, so there's that. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> I don't care. Wait, are we really. done for real? Okay. I guess not. What, what? No, we can be. We totally can be. You make the call. Um, you always decide. I just wasn't sure. Because sometimes you theme music me, and we're not done. You like how to use that as a verb, you theme music me? <laughs> I was actually looking for the song Quiet Storm, but I can't find it. But yeah, I think we're done. Um, okay. Yep. So now you go ahead. Do it. Not awkward. <laughs> Ew. Oh, okay. wrong button. Now that's awkward. Sundays don't have to be like polished. It's freaking Sunday. Uh, is this show polished? I feel like that music one was ultra polished. Yeah, we're not gonna quite match that one, I think, for a little bit. It wasn't any better than any other episode. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. It just was polished. I wanted a little Briley. Mm. Mm. Mm.